How to strengthen your local church through members taking mission trips. That is the topic of today's ReChurch. Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. Thank you for joining us again for GFA's podcast, ReChurch. Today I have a couple. They're no strangers to the podcast, Dr. Jack and Jennifer Mitchell. Welcome. Glad to have you. Thanks. Great to be here. Okay, so Jack, we did a podcast. We've done two podcasts with you all telling kind of your story of coming to Christ and then how the Lord led you into the current mission field you do. But Jack, if you would just take a minute, maybe our listeners didn't hear those two podcasts. Briefly describe what you and Jennifer do on a regular basis, uh, what your profession is, and how often you go on these trips. Well, thank you, Mars. Good to be with you again. I am a dentist by profession, and I was saved a little later in life when I was about 37 years old. And at that time, I gave my life to the Lord and was just waiting on Him for Mm. where He would have us to serve Him. And through a set of circumstances, God led us to begin ministry doing short-term medical, dental mission trips around the world to assist missionaries in their church planting efforts Mm. or national pastors as well. Right, yep. And Jennifer, you accompany him on these trips? I do. Not every trip, but the majority of them, I'm there. Okay. Now, before I forget, Jack, you and Jennifer do a blog or something called, what is it called, Tooth Tales? Is that right? Tooth Tales is is our regular newsletter, yes. You're on Facebook as well, right? We are, Jack and Jennifer Space Mitchell. We have our website, our blog is called godstoothtales.com. That's what I wanted, godstoothtales.com. All right, so let's talk about some tooth tales of this. Okay, so again, our goal here, so the goal of this podcast is to encourage pastors, deacons, church leaders to understand how taking a trip, a mission trip with Jack and Jennifer Mitchell can really strengthen the local church. Okay, strengthens everything you do, or really the way the church should be operating. So, Jack, if you would tell us a little bit, when you take a trip like this, ideally, if you and Jennifer go, this is probably a semi-third world country. Is that fair? Yes. Most of the places we go are third world or maybe areas of more poverty in in a country that may not be classified as third world. Okay. But we are trying to minister to people who have physical needs, and we take it, we'll say, advantage of that to help them with their physical need to gain the opportunity to then present them with their spiritual need, which is our priority. Yeah, and again, if you're not familiar with their ministry, this really, Jack and Jennifer go in to help church planters in areas that people are open to the gospel through compassion, through the medical needs. And then, then as you minister to them physically, it also impacts the spiritual. Is that a fair way to say that, Jack? Yes, uh, exactly. All right, so on the typical mission trip that you and Jennifer go on, how many helpers would be ideal to go with you on a trip like this? Well, because it's a medical slash dental type of a trip, we are looking for 
healthcare professionals, nurses, uh, nursing assistants, dentists, hygienists, dental assistants, and so on. And so we try to operate probably on a smaller scale than some ministries. Uh, Probably 10 to 15 would be a, a maximum number of people, but we can do smaller as well. Now, Jennifer, from your perspective, when you're on these trips, is there need for non-medical people uh, to go at all? Yes. Um, I think especially on the busier trips, Jack and I get so busy that, you know, I'm not able to do some of the, the more routine aspects of my ministry, which would probably be sterilizing instruments in between okay. patients and we like to give out toothbrushes to each patient. And then uh, there's, there's also giving out the medications that someone might need after having teeth extracted, something like that. So when there's a real heavy volume of patients, you know, we're trying to just see one right after the other after right. the other. And, and some of those other things kind of fall by the wayside because we are trying to go as fast as we can to see as many as we can. So there is a place for someone that could kind of uh, just be there beside me that I could um, just ask, could you, you know, make sure they have their medicine, make sure they have a toothbrush, that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So just to be um, clear, Mars Jennifer is my dental assistant. So she's, uh, she's preoccupied a lot of the time with helping me. So uh, what she said is is critical for other people. So if another dentist, if it's um, a man dentist, his wife would come along and help uh, with some of this, or if it's a female dentist, her husband come along and help with some of this other stuff. Sure. And, you know, if we have a medical doctor on a trip, then that increases the need for us to have nurses as well. We're mostly looking for a general practice type of doctor because of the nature of the ministry. Most of the patients that we're going to see are people that have your your typical problems that would go to a doctor's office. Got it. Not necessarily to an emergency room. Okay. So, so we're looking for those types of doctors. Now, your average trip, now I'm just talking general, okay, I know certain, depends on where you go in the world, could take longer, but the average trip is how many days? Well, we generally try to be in the two-week range of days. Okay. Um, Sometimes we do a week trip, but mostly two weeks because it turns out a lot of our trips are pretty far away, so to travel takes a couple of days sometimes and so on, so... We want to make it worthwhile financially, so usually two weeks. Okay, now, as far as being a pastor, I understand there's certain mission trips that are kind of considered vacations, okay? <laughs> and you go see the world and serve the Lord the same. Right. This is not one of those. This is a no. working mission trip, yeah, is that correct? This is busy, yes. So you are, you are face-to-face with the people that you're ministering to in all areas, right. whether you're checking right. them in or giving them a toothbrush or whatever. So you're having interaction with this now go in ahead two week time marsh we can impact uh, over a thousand people and those people all of those people will hear the gospel as they come for medical or dental care so it's uh, really an opportunity for the missionary that we're working with or national pastor to be uh, we'll say introduced to a lot of people in a short period of time so those that go with you will be a part of introducing many 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 nationals to a local pastor Yes, right. So exactly. you're working with church planners and pastors through this. Is that right? Right. Right. 
And we're looking for, you know, qualified medical people in our local churches. I feel that's where we're going to find those people that can be of help to us in our local churches. So the pastors that are listening to this, if they have MDs and nurses and nurses, aides, or any kind of medical professional, dental hygienist, they need to have them listen to this podcast. Is that fair? Yes. All right. Yes, so, sure. Jennifer, uh, just give me one, and you haven't meant to think about this. You want to just so just give me one testimony of how you saw a life changed, and then Jack, I think I remember the story of uh, a Buddhist priest coming to Christ through the ministry. So maybe if you can just take a minute and recap, because I wanted to give real life stories of some things that people that go with you on these mission trips could possibly experience. So we know mission starts at home, but the more we go out, the more we see how great a God we serve and how many opportunities there are. So Jennifer, is there one particular thing that comes to mind about how you saw the Lord using your team to change a life? Well, there's actually one that is kind of in progress right now. Okay. We, we have just heard from the missionary pastor that we were working with in Myanmar that a, a man who came for treatment um, while we were there in January, he was sitting, waiting his turn, and there were um, national men that were sharing the gospel with him for at least an hour. Wow. He was hearing about Christ. Then he came and he had treatment in our little makeshift dental office there. And Jack uh, did an extraction on him. He was an older man, not, not elderly. And you know we weren't able to speak with him because we didn't know the language. But, right. but he was hearing the gospel. Then the, the missionary pastor came over and he shared the gospel with him okay. as well. So he, he thoroughly understood um, mm-hmm. what, what this was all about. And he promised that he would be in church well, we checked after we left. The man had not come to church, but just yesterday we heard that he is now attending church wow. um, at the missionary pastor's church. He brought his son and daughter-in-law and their two grandsons, and they have been coming on a regular basis now, hearing the gospel. We don't know exactly where he is spiritually, right. but he, he's coming back. Um, and so this church did not have contact with this man before y'all came, is that right? No, yeah, no, okay. he was just someone from the neighborhood that right. came seeking medical care. Okay, and, wonderful. And so now he's, he's in a, involved in a church where he's hearing the gospel regularly, and the missionary pastor is greatly encouraged by this because he keeps coming back. Sure, oh yeah, so. yeah. That's a great one. Jack, what about, was I right on the Buddhist priest? Well, there was, uh, again, uh, this was in our previous ministry in Myanmar about a year ago that uh, we were in a neighborhood where the Buddhist monks and, and the leaders of that neighborhood had forbidden the Christians to gather for Bible study. So the pastor we were working with actually brought us to the home where they had previously had the Bible study for our ministry. And the first patient that came was the Buddhist monk who had forbidden the people to gather for Bible uh, study. Okay. And so that monk actually heard the gospel during that time, as well as some of the leaders who, who were part of that, we'll say, gang. So medical missions, as we've 
seen it now over the years, opens a lot of doors. Mm. People have to sit there and wait their turn. They don't want to miss their turn, so they'll sit there and they'll listen to a gospel presentation where otherwise they would not do that. And those that go with you, of course, get to watch all this taking place, right? So, I mean, they're, they're a part they, of this. They do. Not only do they watch, uh, Marsh, but they also have opportunity from time to time during the period of the ministry to either share their own testimony hmm. uh, through a translator if need be, or even in the local church that we're helping, and even one-on-one if they have opportunity to, to speak to someone in, in their own language. Hmm. We encourage them to, to participate in the evangelistic part of the ministry. The evangelistic part of the ministry is the priority. We can't take care of everybody's physical problems in the short trip like that. So we want to show the love of Christ, but we also want to emphasize the gospel as we're there in that location. Absolutely. Okay, now with this in local church context, you're ministering with a local church pastor or church planter. If someone wants to go on a trip like this to be with you and the pastor, again, is listening, what would the average cost be for someone to go with you? I'd say the average cost would be probably around $2,500. Okay. Uh, it depends, you know, obviously on where we're going, but the bulk of the cost is usually the airfare. Yeah, right. And a lot of times our accommodations are not that expensive. We might even be staying with missionary families or all that. So the bulk of the cost is usually the airfare. Okay, now again, pastors and church leaders, if they're hearing this podcast and maybe heard the other podcasts with you, if a church wanted to sponsor a trip for you and Jennifer, what would the average cost of that be? To sponsor just myself and, and Jennifer? Yes. Uh huh. Well, as I said, it probably would be about twenty five hundred, but additional would be for the dental supplies. And, and All right. So, so five thousand for you and Jennifer travel. Right for the, the expenses. Yeah. And well, how much? But, just to say for medical supplies, how much? I'd say probably another thousand dollars or so. No Again, it it depends. We yeah. we try to keep it as simple as we can. But also, I'd encourage pastors that they might have missionaries that their church supports. That this kind of ministry would be yeah. a help to their missionaries. I think it's a great way for a church to connect. With, yeah. with the missionary that they support as well. Okay, so the pastor can listen to this and again get in touch with you. Uh, Jack, give your email out, please. It is Dr. Jack, D R J A C K, at gfamissions.org. Okay, Dr. Jack at gfamissions.org. So a lot of things going on here. So, pastors, church leaders, missions committee people, you can have your people go to take a trip with Jack. I know both of my daughters are nurses. They have done medical mission trips, uh, both of them in Africa, for a couple of summers. And I know how it changed their life. It changed the whole way they viewed missions, the way they view how just how great God is and how God can use their skills to reach people for Christ. So churches that have medical people in the church, they can tune into this and contact you. So again, that's Dr. Jack at gfamissions.org. Jennifer, any closing comments, any encouraging last words you would like to say to someone considering a mission trip, why you think they need to pray about coming with you and Jack? Well, one thing came to my mind, and that is, even though someone might be coming and doing 
routine things, you know, giving out glasses, giving out medicines, sterilizing instruments, I think the real impact that is going to be made upon them is just being involved in the whole clinic process, seeing physically ill people and um, people in pain being treated and helped and being part of that process and just experiencing the whole atmosphere around them uh, to be in a scene where people are wearing Muslim head coverings and you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah. or just yeah. African dress and yeah. and they're in the middle of all of this and they're and they're a part of what's going on I think that is probably um, going to be a greater impact than just the the physical task that they're doing. The task is just their kind of like their ticket in to being involved in all of this. But I think their lives will definitely be impacted just by participating and seeing what God is doing around the world and in different places. Yeah, because they're not simply observing. They are doing ministry with with you and with the people, right? They're interacting with the natives of whatever country you're in, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Jack, any closing thoughts? Well, I tell you that it's definitely a life-changing experience for anyone that participates in a mission trip of any kind. This is a little bit different doing a medical uh, mission trip. You, You really have that opportunity to impact people's physical life as well as their spiritual life. And people uh, always talk about, while they're there, they keep saying, next time when I come, next <laughs> time when I come. So um, so it, it is life-changing, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I think the how we see God work abroad greatly affects the way we see Him work at home. Yes. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's one thing to set aside two weeks and go to, I don't know, the West Bank or wherever you're going, but it's also another thing, living it every day at home. And I think this is a great encouragement to see how God's working all around the world. That's, That's a right. great, great, great thing. Anything else you want to say in closing, Jennifer? Give you last word and then to Jack. Well, I guess I would just say if anybody's, you know, leaning towards doing something like this and, and maybe a little bit nervous about, you know, going someplace so different, I would just say I think you are going to love it. And even if it's different, you're going to find yourself enjoying the people, Mm. even if you can't communicate with them. You're just going to enjoy the experience tremendously. Right. I think it it would be a a real blessing. Okay. Jack, any last words? Well, I, I always like to encourage people who are in the medical profession to understand, and I think most do, that God has gifted them in a particular way that he has not gifted other people. Mm. And I think it's the Lord's desire for us to be using that gift uh, in a way that will bring glory to the the Lord. And this is one of those ways that that can be done. That is great. Well, I want to thank both of you. And before we close, just want to give a couple announcements here. GFA is also starting a church staffing website. So for pastors and church leaders that are need a pastor or looking for an interim or any church position, you can go to gfamissions.org and search for the church staffing website. Also, we're going to be hosting a conference for interim pastors. So if you're a pastor thinking about retirement and want to go into the interim ministry, if you could contact me. Again, my name is Marshall Fant. Email address is mfant at gfamissions.org. 
or you can uh, call the office. But again, that is a conference for interim pastors this summer, the summer of 2020. Okay, Jack and Jennifer, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate your ministry. Look forward to talking to you again. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right. God bless. You're listening to ReChurch, a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org slash consulting.